apocalypse. Y'all ready to go with me? Yes or no? Y'all ain't sleeping on me, are you? Say, come on. Here we go. The word apocalypse and the word revelation mean the same thing. The book of Revelation is the last book in your Bible. There's 22 chapters. And it's sort of that end times, futuristic book that's right there at the end of the Bible. Well, that word revelation and the word apocalypse mean the same thing. What, what do each of those words mean? It means to unveil. Say unveil with me. Unveil or to what? Reveal things that's going to happen in the future. Now, keep in mind, this was written over 2,000 years ago. All right? Now, this unveiling or revealing of things to come, who was it given by? It was given by who? Jesus Christ Himself to the Apostle John when he was exiled on the Isle of Patmos. Real places. Now, so far, we've seen the first horseman of the apocalypse. I spent two weeks on it, laying the groundwork, a little bit of studying the Revelation, and then going last week more on the Antichrist. So we saw that last week, and I saw, and behold, say it with me, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a what? A bow, and a, and a what? And a crown, and was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. Just a quick, fast read of that verse, you'll think, wow, nice guy, good guy, got a crown, going forth to conquer. But the Antichrist will come. He'll deceive. You don't come saying, I'm bad, look at me, I'm bad. How many ever deceived anybody? Let me see your hand. Come on, come on. All right. Now, did you do it this way? I'm going to deceive you. Or did you do it sneaky? Say, come on, sneaky. All right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm raising my two little ones again. Okay? They're liars, okay? <laughs> Did you hear me or not? The other night, Danny said something. I said, what would you say? I don't remember. <laughs> well, I just heard you, and I remember it. I was right there. And then she made up something else. So guess what happened to her little tail? Take a wild guess. Pop! Good is right. Only like one of you said it, but that's all right. I'm still old school. Amen. Say, come on. Yeah. Deceive. That's what they do. Okay. And not just them. We're just made like that. That's why we need Jesus. Amen. Say, so listen. So the Antichrist isn't going to come on. Look, I'm a bad guy. I'm a bad guy. I'm a bad guy. Okay. He's going to come onto this scene. And uh, remember, not everybody that rides on a white horse is a what? A good guy. No, he's not. And I believe the one riding on the white horse is the Antichrist. We saw that last time. If you want to get the message, you can go online. You can watch it. You can get the whole series out back if you'd like. Listen to what Jesus said. Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. Speaking of end times of Jesus Christ. The Antichrist will deceive many. But how is he going to deceive folks? He's going to be great. We're just rolling through here again. He'll, present, he'll possess unbelievable intelligence. He'll be smart as all get out. He'll be a great what? Communicator. Reminds me of politics, doesn't it you say? Absolutely. This is just typical. The stage is already set for this, guys. He'll be attractive to people. Haven't you noticed if you're not attractive, you don't hardly make it anywhere, do you? Say, that's just the way it is. Not, not in our culture. He will come across as what? Now, if you're going to be, succeed, now you've got to have your little bit of spiritual going on, all right? Say, he'll be a phenomenal what? Politics. And this is all based on Scripture. We laid it out for you before. I'm just rattling through it. He will be a what? Force. 
to be reckoned with. He'll have all this going for him. People will line up behind him. How's he going to come on the scene? Chaotic world conditions are going to propel him to the top. I think conditions just like we live right now in. Somebody come on the scene that can solve that Middle East crisis over there and what's going on in our world. It's crazy. And deal with all that. It's been going on for, you know, about 3,000 years at least over there. His charisma and ability given by who? Satan is going to gain him world recognition and leadership. This is all Scripture. I just am not going all over it again today. He will bring what seems, what seems like real peace to the Middle East. How many, for as long as you've been living, you can remember them trying to get peace in the Middle East? Can I see your hand? (laughs) Isn't that the truth? I mean, there's always this one, and there's this one, and there's this one, but nobody can seemingly do it. And we keep getting sucked into it. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Just keep getting sucked in over there to it. You know, which war we're going to go after next, you know? It's, It's just crazy, okay? Now, it sounds great, this so-called peace that the Antichrist will bring. And don't think that he's some, you know, monster, some, you know, freaky-looking figure. Absolutely not. He's going to be a man. He's going to be, you know, beautiful, I think, handsome. He's going to be intelligent, attractive to people, a great community, all these things. And he's going to solve problems. Okay, people of the world are just going to look up to him and love him. Okay? And guys, I'm not speaking too much out of what's going on today in our world. Amen? And uh, people are just deceived. Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes or no? People are deceived today. We're deceived many times. So it sounds great, but this peace is not going to last. But when they say peace and safety, look, it's all done, it's settled, it's great. Look, look. It's solved. Say it with me. Then sudden destruction is going to come upon them as travail upon a woman. Boy, that's pretty graphic language, isn't it? I mean, you got the baby, the baby, you're doing good. I mean, you know, you don't know, but boy, when that baby starts coming, I don't know a thing about it, but I think it's painful. Amen. Say it. And that's suddenly, suddenly. You just can't necessarily plan that thing, all right? You know, when it happens, it happens, and oh my gosh, that's what's going to happen. And they're not going to escape. Okay, because that was never Satan's plan. That was never the Antichrist's plan for peace. It was all a lie. The peace that the Antichrist brings is only temporary. Still going over last week. It's what kind of peace? A counterfeit peace. The Antichrist promises peace, but only God can actually produce peace, guys. Only He can bring peace. The wicked are like the troubled sea, Isaiah says, when it cannot rest, whose waters cast up mire and dirt. Say that last part with me. There is no peace, saith my God, to the what? We try to fill that void in our life. We try to smoke it away, dope it away, drink it away, but it won't go away. Amen? Say, only Jesus Christ can clean that heart, give you a foundation you can stand on, And you can look forward and have a great life. Amen? Regardless of the hell that even you face. And I'm living testimony to that. God's a great God. Amen? Come on. Amen? So, real peace comes from Him. So, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. So, that's the first one. Now, let's go on. We're moving. Y'all still all right? Say, you look strange. You look like, wow, he's he's nuts. It's okay. It's okay. I'm going to eat chicken later. I'm going to be fine. Here we go. Come on. The red horse. So if the white horse is deception, the red horse is what? 
dissension. Say it with me. If the white horse is deception, then the red horse is what? Dissension. Let's hit it from that angle. So, this so-called peace that the Antichrist will bring, and don't forget, over two billion Muslims, two billion Muslims are setting dead ready for the Antichrist to come. Their good guy in the book of the Koran is the bad guy in the Bible. Did y'all hear me? Their good guy is the Mahdi. It's not Jesus. He is not the, 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 what we see in the Scripture, Jesus Christ at all. As a matter of fact, they say He's not Jesus. The twelfth Mahdi is coming. And when you line Him up, what He does, according to the Koran, next to the Bible, it's almost identical, their character and what they do. It's incredible. So you've got two billion out of six billion people on the planet that are dead ready for this to happen. And a lot of them aren't just ready for it to happen. They're forming caliphates, Sharia law, etc., trying to bring this about. Yes or no? And we don't understand a lot, I think, in the States. We don't understand what's going on in the Middle East. But I'll tell you what, if you just hear what I just said, it'll help you understand most everything. I'm telling you, put it in that order right there. That two billion people are warning their, their view of Christians and Jews is that we're infidels. Did y'all hear me or not? I'm not trying to be ugly. It's just the truth. Why did they fight so hard in Mosul? Why? Why did ISIS want Mosul so bad? Well, because that's where a predominant amount of Christians were. And now those Christians have been decimated, destroyed. Why don't you see Christians in the migration? Because they've been slaughtered. You hearing me? A lot of people have been slaughtered. But holy sites that were Christian sites destroyed, decimated. A lot of people are wanting this to happen. Over one-third of our planet's ready for Antichrist to come. And probably another whole one-third doesn't care and won't even know what's happening. You don't think this could happen? Are you kidding me? Keep looking. So this peace will end. The so-called peace in the Middle East. Are they still trying to get peace over there? Yes or no? Say, absolutely. This isn't me going, Clark, you're crazy. You've been, you've been reading too much. Open and unimaginable hostility will break out after this false peace is destroyed. Because that was never the plan. And the second horseman of the apocalypse we read about in the book of Revelation will take place. Would you say verse 3 and 4 with me? I need your help. And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, come on, come and see. Keep looking. Just go ahead and read with me. And there went out another horse that was... And power was given unto him that sat thereon to take what? From where? The earth. And that they should do what? Kill one another. And there was given unto him a great what? Man, I thought it was all peace. No, it was deception. And this peace will end. And there's going to be all out war like we've never seen before. What did Jesus have to say? He gave this in the book of Revelation, but let's look back in Matthew 24. Jesus said, you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So there's going to, and I think, I mean, guys, I mean, I'm just like reading the newspaper here. Okay, That's, this is where we live right now. This is what's happening right now. 
We have the Middle East in chaos. Is it in chaos? Yes or no? You think it's good over there or not? Say. It's a mess. That's just what it is. It's horrible. Okay? And that's where all this, and I think it's funny today, where's our focus in the world when it comes to world, uh, to war and stuff like that? Doesn't it seem like our focus is over there on the Middle East? Yes or no? Isn't it amazing after 2,000 years that's still where our focus is? In that little, small, seemingly part of the world? That's prophetic itself. The red horse is easily identified. Why? Because of its fiery red color and the great sword that represents war. I'd just like to unpack this verse a little bit for you and see what's going on. The Greek word for red right here in this verse is the word pyros. Meaning what? The color of what? Fire. We didn't just get pyromaniac from nowhere. That's the Greek root of the word. That's where it comes from. That's the word right here, pyros. That's where we get the word pyromania. People like to start fires and stuff, okay? Pyros is the same word John uses to describe the redness of Satan. And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great what? Red Dragon, having seven heads, ten horns, seven crowns upon his head. A lot of that is symbolic. The color indicates what? Heat. And what? Ferocity. Like like an out-of-control wildfire. Reminds me of a story not long. Oh, it can't be long. Got to go. But uh, I was working a little place up in Carolina about two years ago, maybe three years ago. And we had some stuff burning out in a pit. You can do that up there. Just throw mess in the yard, dig a hole, you burn it. I like that, amen? It's called America. I love this. But I got busy inside working on some trim. And Charlie, our drummer years ago, Charlie, I love Charlie. I had breakfast with him this week. He, he lives in another city now. But uh, he looks out the window and says, Oh my gosh, the field's on fire. <laughs> this whole field was on fire. I mean, it was this brush weed that was dry as all get out. We run out there. We don't have no hose. We don't have nothing. But we're trying to get stuff. We call in the neighbors. They come and help us. My blue jeans are all burnt up. My shoes are melted. I'm good at starting fires. I don't know nothing about putting them out, okay? <laughs> I mean, it was hitting. The wind was blowing towards these old rinky-dink trailers with all this kerosene in their tanks for the winter. I'm like, oh, man. Then behind that's like a multi-million dollar neighborhood. We're going to blow. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, out of control wildfires. I don't like them. Okay? Made me appreciate people that just come get the stuff at the driveway now. Amen? Say. (laughs) Come on. That's another story. Let's keep going. So the color red. The word pyros. The horseman's great sword that's mentioned here. And he will have a great sword to take life and to kill. The Greek word is the Makaira megali. What does that mean, this Greek word? A makaira is a knife that's used to prepare a sacrifice or to slaughter an animal for food. This is going to be all-out slaughter that's going to take place. And I don't think any of us that have seen the things that happen in Orlando, just here in our country, Orlando, over in San Bernardino, up at the Boston Marathon, and of course, 9-11. People want to slaughter people. Y'all hear me, yes or no? And especially the Islamic terrorists. Amen. Yes or no? 
It's crazy. And so this is what's going to happen. It's going to be all out slaughter. This is not a normal sword. It's a short sword or a long dagger. That's what's mentioned here. And it was often worn, say it with me, by who? Law enforcers or who? Executioners. This is what the word is used that's used over here in our Bible. The word megali or great means that it is either a larger, longer, or stronger sword and it's most effective for doing its job. And so there's no doubt left here when the Antichrist comes and this false peace is broken, there's an all-out slaughter that's going to take place and it's going to happen. It's going to be horrific. The red horse, dissension. Jesus again back in Matthew. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. Say it with me, verse 7. For nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines, pestilences, earthquakes, in diverse places. And all these are the what? Beginning of sorrows. Okay, the tribulation period here on this earth. Horrific. And guys, not trying, I mean, here's a celebration of a church today, and you're talking about end time events. Well, it's in the Bible. And it's where we live, guys. It's the world we live in today. Yes or no? And when I preach a message like this, I don't do this every week. Y'all know that. But when I do, it, it makes me realize, boy, do we ever matter more than ever. What we're doing really matters. Loving Jesus Christ. He's the only answer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. All other ways are a dead end, whether you like it or not. They're not going to work, guys. Only Jesus Christ. Amen? He doesn't have us go and kill people. He has us love people. Yes or no? Okay, He has us lay down our lives for our friends. That's what we do. We preach the gospel. We love and proclaim the word. He is the true one. And we follow him. Now, the world's at war today. Let's just do something. I do this every once in a while. Let's look at some stats. You all right? Okay. The U.S. has troop presence in 135 countries around the world. Now, that's shocking, isn't it? How many does that shock you? 135 countries around the world, the U.S. has a troop presence. That's crazy, isn't it? Look at all of them. How long can we hold on? How long can we keep things at bay? Yes or no? I mean, I love this country, but can we do it all? Yes or no? Y'all think we can? Yes or no? I mean, I love our military. But I just want to tell you as a pastor, I'm not, I'm not crazy about sending our troops everywhere. That's Gary talking. Okay? Hey, for righteous causes, but I'd really like us to know that it is a righteous cause and a good cause. Amen. Say. Amen. Lives matter, guys. So we got 70% of the world, 70% of the world that the U.S. has a troop presence in. The following countries are in military conflicts around the world right now. Look at all these. Military conflicts. And I'm sure we've missed some. Okay. And so many of those are Middle Eastern countries. And if they're not Middle Eastern countries, they're countries that have people in the Middle East fighting. Keep looking. Countries that have active conflicts. Okay? Active conflicts. That's the U.S. 
Okay? We have active conflicts. We're all over the place. Okay? I think we had two soldiers this week. Is that right? Killed in Afghanistan. Is that correct? Yes or no? Okay? Countries with nuclear weapons today. And you see that Iran question mark, don't you? Do you seriously think Iran's going to keep their treaty and not get nuclear weapons? How many believe that? I believe Iran's going to keep their word. Well, that's funny. We just polled the audience. I didn't see a hand go up. But we got crazy politicians making deals, excuse me, that think these people are going to keep their word. I think it's crazy. That's just me talking again. I don't do this all the time. But you know what? I get to have an opinion too. Okay? I don't trust Iran. I think they're horrific. And you know what? Bottom line, they're a radical Islamic Muslim country led by, the, by, led by those leaders anyway. Now, a lot of them aren't. I understand that. They're so-called more moderate. But at the end of the day, that's who they believe and that's what they believe. Dangerous, man. Dangerous. Okay? The red horse dissension. Keep looking. Peace will be taken from the earth. Major war in Afghanistan. Think about how much our world has changed since September 11, 2001. Tonight, I'm going to get on a plane. I'm flying for a couple of days. I'll be back on Thursday. But I'm going to go through all kinds of shakedown, everything. And I was thinking today, I have to take some meds now because all my crazy health issues I've been going through. And, you know, i got them in this little box. If I have them in a the little box, will they pass through? Or do I have to have them in their bottles? Bottles. See there, I was thinking that. This one, I'm going to have them in my box. I'm going to take my box because they don't know that I ain't got something like LSD or something in the box. It's a different world, ain't it? Say. Crazy. And I'm sure me and Grandma are going to get shook down tonight. You know? Come on, here we go. Things have changed, guys. We still have a major war in Iraq. It's on our news right now in the evening, isn't it? Yes or no? Mosul, we're about to take Mosul again. We're... Didn't we already have that? What are we doing? A major war against ISIS. ISIS is in like 32 countries now, or 38 countries. How y'all feeling? Like you do at supper with indigestion? Israel's in major conflicts with Lebanon, Syria, and Gaza. So many countries, Islamic countries, want Israel wiped off the face of the earth. That is their goal. That's what they want to do. This all plays back into what we're talking about. Iran, I believe, seems to be a ticking time bomb. Russia has become what? Not a night goes by on the news that you don't hear about Russia. Russia, 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 Russia. What's happening? Communist North Korea has what? Nuclear capability and an absolute lunatic. Is that the truth? This is not, this would be something if I was predicting all this. This isn't predictions, this is where we live. Is the time at hand, at hand, could we, the title of this, you know, we're just, we're looking at the four horsemen. My next series is called, Are the End Times Our Times? Could it be? Well, you certainly couldn't say, well, no, it can't be. Yeah, I think you've got to say, well, it could be, right? Yes or no? Based on what we see. Communist China has nuclear capability and is a force what? Financially. Would you ever think that, that the United States would actually have so much money we have borrowed from China. We're indebted to China up to here. 
tough, man. Many terrorist nations have become increasingly wealthy because of what? Astronomical increases in oil revenues. And I know right now we're happy that gas is about two bucks. But I was happier when it was like 90 cents. Amen. Say. And some of these countries, it's like where there is oil, it's a dime or five cents. They're getting wealthy, wealthy, wealthy. And how many think oil is probably going to go back up? Just like take a poll. Or you think it's going to stay down real low for the rest of your life? How many think it's a good chance it's going to go way up? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I think so. Much of the European countries have become unstable with significant influence from what? Am I making that up? No. Merkel's in trouble over in Germany. Look what happened to the United Kingdom. I mean, this is crazy. I mean, they, they got out of the, the European Union over a lot of stuff, but it had a lot to do with this. That's where we live today. Whether or not you're a believer in Jesus Christ, listen, there should be no doubt among thinking people for the possibility of a catastrophic all-out war in the Middle East as prophesied in the Bible. No matter what you believe. You can say, I don't believe the Bible. It's okay. You should. But if you didn't, you probably wouldn't argue anyway with what I said today. Yes or no? No. Now, even as I speak... There are U.S. troops chasing ISIS through the streets and alleyways of Iraq and other places that you and I don't even know about. It's happening right now. Very unstable where we live today. And we're still at war in a place called Iraq, which the Bible calls what? Babylon. Isn't that crazy? It talks about Babylon, the end times, mystery Babylon, and all this is going to take place over there. And that's exactly where we are. We're talking about the four horsemen of the apocalypse. What should our response be then to these ominous war times and even possible end times? What should our response be? First Thessalonians 5. But of the times and the seasons, brethren... You have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a what? Thief in the night. And when they shall say peace and safety, I'm good, I'm good. You ever known anybody who thought they were good and it was all cool and they died? Yes or no? You ever known somebody like that? Thought it was good, I got forever. You don't. It's not a good thing to say. That's what's going to happen in the end times as well. And sudden destruction is going to come. Upon them as travail upon a woman with a child, and they'll not escape. We already read that. What should our response be to what we've talked about today? Make sure you're a Christian. Do you hear me? Yes or no? Make sure you're a Christian. Well, I don't believe that Bible stuff. Hey, listen. If I was not a believer in the Bible, and I spent a little time with me today, just like I did today, I'd be thinking like, there might be something to that Bible after all. Yes or no? Say well, there is something to the Bible. The Koran took 20 years to write by a man named Muhammad who couldn't even read or write. It's a collection of stories. And a third of the planet follows it. The Bible that you hold was written over a period of 1,600 years by over 40 writers. And it's consistent and it's true. What are you going to believe, man? You need to be a Christian. But you, brethren, are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. 
Why does this not scare the living daylights out of me today? Well, because I'm a believer in Christ. Okay? Now, I don't look for this. I don't want it. Okay? But at the end of the day, regardless of what happens, if I die today or if I go through mess, I don't want to go through. End of the day, Jesus is my Savior. Can you say that? Can you say that? Can you praise the Lord if you come on? Praise the Lord. He's my Savior. Okay? Come on. Listen. You all, you are all the children of light and the children of day. We are not in the night nor of darkness. We're not of Satan. We don't follow Satan. We follow Jesus Christ. And we believe in Him and Him alone. What should our response be? Watch and expect for Jesus to return. This should make us love living life more than ever. Love telling others about Christ. Keep short accounts with God, sin accounts. Confess your sin regularly. How about get right with your neighbor and get right with your family and get right? Shouldn't that's what this does to me? It makes me Gary. Come on. And as I get older, I'm living that way anyway. Because I know I got less time left than I got forward. You hear me? Yes or no? I want to do good, man. Listen. Look for Jesus. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others. But let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night. And they that be drunken are drunken in the night. Wake up. Listen today. What should our response be? Put on the what? There's no time for sissies right now. Amen? Say. We need to be full up. Full armor. Armor up, baby. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of what? Faith. Interest and what? Put on that breastplate of faith. I believe in Jesus. And put on that breastplate of love. I'm going to love people. Did you hear me? That's the way I want to, that's the way Gary Clark wants to finish life. I want to finish life loving him. I am imperfect. I still screw up. That doesn't mean I don't love him. Okay? I love him and I want to please him and honor him. And I want to finish my life loving people. I don't want to finish my life hating people. I still have to watch it. Somebody said something to me the other night at the ball game. I want to pop them right in the face. I didn't do it. I need to love them, right? I ain't got this down yet. I'm working on it. Amen. This is helping me. Come on. And for a helmet, the hope of what? Salvation. I know, I know, I know, and I got it right here, and I got it right here, that I'm saved because I believe in Jesus Christ. Can you say that? Can you say that? Can you say that? What should we do? Diligently seek and reach out to unbelievers. This motivates me. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep as live or die, we should do what? Live together with Him. Reach out to other people. Let this be a motivator, a motivator, a motivator. i got to quit. The lights are flashing. Did you know we have lights back there that flash for me? i got problems. Number five, be an encourager. Don't go around, the sky's falling, man, you're going to hell. I mean, come on, man. Be an encourager. Form relationships. Reach out to people. But with the intent of being able to share Christ with them through your life and through your love. Amen? Wherefore, comfort yourselves one another uh, together. Edify one another as a church. 
I thank the Lord that we don't, I don't have to referee fights here at fellowship. We actually get along. Did y'all know that? If you're a visitor today, we actually get along here. You know why? Because I'm unstable. No, I'm not just kidding. <laughs> okay, here we go. Come on, come on, come on. Get along. Love one another. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. If there's ever a time when you need to encourage your pastor, it's now. You know, if you're at our church or another church, man, this is not a time for us to berate or put one another down. If we're living in these last times, man, we need each other to encourage and build each other up. Yes or no? That's why it's so important when you come here. We want to do that. And to esteem them very highly in love for their work and be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly. Comfort the feeble-minded. Support the weak. Be patient with all men. Okay? It's a time to care. It's a time sometimes you have to be strong. You have to speak truth and love to people. But do it with an encouraging heart and with love. See that none render evil for evil unto men, but ever follow that which is good both among yourselves and to all men. We're just talking about what should we do based on what we see. Look at this one. Say that with me. Can we say it louder? And you've got to see yourself happy. You've got to see yourself happy. Somebody told me that years ago. It was Alex Christie's wife, Donna. When I'd gone through some hard times in my life, she said, Pastor... You've got to see yourself happy. And that's what I've done. If you keep looking like that, before long you'll be standing in happy. Y'all hear me, yes or no? But if you want to see yourself miserable, down, depressed, defeated, that's exactly where you're going to be. Good grief, man. Be happy. How are we going to win people to Christ if we're just down and negative and ugly and miserable and meaner than a snake all the time? Say, and depressed, I'm depressed. Come on, who ain't? How many has been depressed in the last 10 years? Can I see your hand? That's all of them. All right, good. Come on. Rejoice evermore. Rejoice evermore. What's well, something else? Pray all the time. What should, we, what should I respond? Pray all the time. Just be in prayer. That's okay. I'm not talking about... Come on, you know what I'm talking about. Attitude of prayer. Pray without ceasing. What should our response be? Give thanks for everything. If these are the end times, be a thankful person. Quit being an ingrate. Say, keep looking. And everything give thanks for. This is the will of who? God in Christ Jesus. These are talking about end times, guys. This is how we're supposed to be. This doesn't even sound like the church. <laughs> Amen. Say, I think it sounds like fellowship. Amen. Come on, let's be thankful. Be obedient to the Lord. Quench not the Holy Spirit in your life. Desire His presence. Want His power. Okay? Honor the preaching of God's Word. End times. This is what we should do. Don't despise. I hate that Gary Clark. Don't be like that. They're watching on the internet. Hi, and the radio too. Here we go. What should our response be? Say those three words with me. Y'all listen to me. I know it was a little depressing. Some of you, now, you're feeling better now, yes or no? You, we, we done pulled out of that thing, and now we're back, okay? We're better. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. If it ain't no good, let it go. 
If it ain't no good, let it go. Just let it go. Amen? If it's good, keep hanging on, baby. Amen? Come on. Do your very best. Abstain from all appearance of evil. What should our response be to end times? Do your very best. Why can't you give your best? Say, yes or no? Why can't you give your best in your marriage? With your children? Why can't you? Say, well, I don't feel like it. That's, that's the problem right there. Come on. Give your best. Give your best to a neighbor. Give your best to your church, to your fellowship, to your, to your town. Remember that God is good and that God is what? Faithful. This is just a last time passage. And the very God of peace sanctify you holy, I pray. God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is He that called you who will also do it. Remember that God is faithful to the end. Woo, look at that list. Can we say them loud? And I'll quit if you'll say them with me. Okay, that's the deal though. Here we go. Make sure you're watch and expect for Jesus to return. Put on the whole armor of God. Diligently seek and reach out to unbelievers. Be and in be pray all the time. Give thanks for everything. Be obedient. Honor the preaching of God's Word. Keep. Do your very best. And remember, God is good and God is. Let's praise the Lord for His Word this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Woo! Wow! That's a marathon.